Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, this is Josh and the homebrew hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 145, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Hi. And we have our king baby duck, Evan. Hello, Kanichiwa, my bastards and wenches. And Elite Four, Derek. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. So, uh, thank you all for sticking out the long-awaited uh, break that we had. Or no, no, The there, break yes. wasn't long-awaited. You, you're... You... The the break was long awaited for you. For me. Yes. I got married. Yes. <laughs> yes. John Starr got married. And uh And the waifus are crying. <laughs> yes, I'll I'm crying because now my waifus will I, I'll never have any of my waifus because now I have my real waifu waifu. Yep. And <laughs> and true. she hates my waifus. Uh <laughs> So I was away on my honeymoon. We went to Disney and Animator's Paradise, yeah, and and none of us wanted to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who wants to do the podcast ever. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I like doing the podcast. Um, so we had to take a break for a little bit because nobody would have been there to edit the podcast and anything like that. And I really hope that you all understand and we're patient with it. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that's happened in that time. We're going to talk about it. So one thing that I wanted to spotlight on my way while I was away was the plane rides. I took Delta, and Delta has this new on-demand system that they have, like, there, were, there had to be at least over 100 movies to pick from oh, to watch. You should have told me that you were flying Delta. I could have given you a $50, uh, $50 voucher on your ticket. Really? Yeah. Well, we did it through a, a agency that saved us like a grand on our trip oh well so, i could have saved you 50 more dollars maybe <laughs> <laughs> um but they have this on-demand system that gives you like a hundred movies uh and it's yes. incredible yes, they do uh especially the amount of foreign films that they have and most of them are japanese they had like the live action gintama movie they had the live action i want to eat your pancreas uh which i'm excited for the animated version of that so i didn't watch that one so what i did watch 
was Justice League. Because yeah. all of those were a great choice, and I chose to watch possibly one of the worst ones. Um, <laughs> but actually, you know, I, I never even realized, I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed Justice League. It's almost like DC finally got rid of their grimdark image, and were like, you know, let's have a little bit of fun with it. And that's kind of what Justice League was. I kind of liked the movie. <laughs> so is that like a 6 out of 10? Uh, I would give it maybe like a 7 out of 10. Okay. Pretty decent passing grade. And uh, and I, the reason why I did that was because uh, I saw the Comic-Con trailer for uh, Shazam. Mm. And, man, that movie looks really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm a yes. huge fan of Zachary Levi. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen him in a while. No, not since... Tangled. Well, he, he was in Tangled as Flynn Rider. Uh, but then before that, he was in Chuck, and that's what most people know him for. And, then less and he's one of the guys in Thor as well. He is? Is he? Yeah, he's one of the um, he's one of Thor's friends. Oh, you're right. He is. I yes, that is true. He's one of the guys in Thor. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, huh. and lesser known, he actually is in the Hallmark movie version of Fifty First Dates, where he <laughs> except he's the guy who has daily memory loss, and the one. Are you saying there's an actual? version that's worse than the adam sandler version actually it's pretty good i actually think it probably would be better it's pretty good especially because zachary (laughs) levi's in it so yeah but shazam shazam was fun like the trailer for shazam that they showed at comic-con looked so much fun and i was like wow they're going back to like what a superhero movie should actually feel like and if you haven't seen the shazam trailer i highly recommend you do but that was my inspiration for watching justice league and it kind of has that same feel uh, like Batman's funny, you know. Wait, are we and... talking about news? I can't remember. No, I'm talking just, about my plane just, ride. Just like, yeah, I'm talking about like my plane ride right for my honeymoon. <laughs> I was like, where are we? What happened? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I did want to highlight is that when I went to Japan uh, at Epcot. Yeah, you. Did, I went to Japan. You went to Epcot. I went to Epcot, <laughs> Japan. <laughs> uh, and they had this snack paradise there now. There's a back store oh, that has, right. uh, has an entire store that's just Japanese snacks. And uh, I bought two flavors of ramené there that I had never seen before, and I wanted to try them on the show, but I stupidly left them in my carry-on bag, and they were uh, taken by TSA at, at the checkpoint of me coming home. Threat. They were Hawaiian blue and uh, super lemon. Yeah. And super lemon is really good because that those were like those sour candies. Yeah, we never got to try them. Or, we, no, we tried them. We never showed us trying them yet because it's That's still right. an episode that I need to edit from AAC that happened two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost forgot about that. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun time. I got to get that video out sometime. Um, but, yeah, so there was it, – it's a candy we tried on that episode that is has yet to be released – and now I had the, the ramen for it, and that was taken from me. And it was just put into one of those barrels, like one of those toxic waste barrels that's going to be bolted shut at the end of the day. And I then... partially thought you were joking about that. No, I am dead no. serious. They put it into a hazardous waste bin. It's exploding with flavor. <laughs> with flavor. Oh, sour. Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's what the, the super bag, yeah. lemon that's bag what, says That's what the bag it. says. Um... So that happened to me, and then they also had a museum there, which was called Japan's Art of Cute. Yes, and they had uh, they spotlighted a specific artist who made a model of a uh, Gan Guru girl. What, what are those girls that? Just, oh, Garu. Yeah, those Garu girls. Uh, except it was just a, 
a molded cast. It was a life-size one-to-one molded cast of this girl, and it looked like she was melting, and inside were just a whole bunch of toys. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. That does not feel Disney-like. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also I sent the picture of you guys that was also a part of Cute that was in there, which was the uh, the cell yep. that they had from Hyper Police. Yeah, in so that in Hi- that Hyper Amazon. Police was the show that I talked about forever ago on the show that I decided to go back and watch, mm-hmm. uh, which is about cat girls in the future, and and there's a police force that takes care of beast people. And they actually have a cell from it, which is amazing. Because I have, I have a few cells yeah. from from. Hyper I was Space. telling my wife, they don't know what they don't understand what they have in this museum, and she was like, "Oh, really? I don't know." And so, <laughs> um, so, so you you Facebooked the picture of me, and I was just like, "They don't understand. Yeah, they um, don't understand what they have." Yeah, <laughs> but it was a cool museum because they were actually going through the different kinds of kawaii mm-hmm. that they have. There was business kawaii. There was angry kawaii. Like, mm. it, it was interesting. They had a whole bunch of really cool things, you know, to, to show. It was a small museum, but it was a lot of fun. There. As most things in Japan are. Yeah, and then we had dinner reservations. Uh, my wife uh, made a reservation for us to eat at... You keep saying my wife thing. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing for me, and it's fun. To my say. wife! Sounds fun. Everybody should get one. It's great. Um, but there's... Uh, we we had Tepan Edo, which was a hibachi grill, and that was a lot of fun. We ate dinner with these people who were also from Massachusetts. <laughs> we were sitting at the same table of with course. this other family. As as you do, you're just like, oh hey, we're from Massachusetts as well. Come yeah, here. we were all in we were all in Orlando, Florida. By the way, for those of you who don't know where Disney World is, yeah. <laughs> where I was on my honeymoon with my wife, and um, yeah, it was it was great. It was fun. Uh, and they also, at our hotel, we stayed at Pop Century, mm. which is, like, uh, through the decades, you know, like, a, it's kind of like a nostalgia bomb. Uh, and in the lobby, they had a painted cell from Beauty and the Beast, and it looked like a keyframe. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, Glenn Keane probably drew that, or at least he drew the Beast. I don't know if he drew Glenn Keane would have drawn the sketch for it. Somebody yeah. else would have and sold And then they it. would have painted the cell yeah. after cleanup. And that was something that I freaked out about. I was looking for stuff like that all throughout my trip at Disney because I know, Andrew, you like collecting that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like collecting that stuff. But they Disney stopped selling production uh, stuff like two years ago. We asked somebody about it who was there, and they were like, yeah, I like collecting that stuff too. And no, they stopped selling it like two years ago at Disney. So I was kind of bummed about that. They're I probably super expensive. Probably, but I still would have found something. What else is new with everybody now that we've skipped a week and or uh, an episode and everybody's wondering what's going on? Anything new in the world of Animu? I'm watching too much. Too much anime this season. Well, we can talk about what we're watching in, in a later Well, you asked segment. me what I'm doing. I know. And I'm, work- <laughs> I'm working, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, I'm drawing art, and I'm watching anime. And I'm watching too much anime. And you plan on these in the country. Well, eventually. We, we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say, please do not order your coffee black with cream and sugar. That does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still technically order the coffee black, then you just add cream and sugar. Right? That's what they meant, right? That's what they meant? Well, it's, <laughs> it's because Starbucks has so many silly drinks. Do, it's like, don't do you me order? That. Do you order a soda with 
water frozen and cubed inside. <laughs> and then cold. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Anyway, it's time to ring the news bell. I brought it with me! Hooray! It's been so long that oh, I might yeah. as well have it with you. I, yeah. I, I put it on top of the microphone on my way over here, so I was just like, that has to come with me today. And then I forgot my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> So what is there to talk about? There's there's probably plenty of stuff to to talk about. I want to talk about Promise Neverland. Yes, I know you want to. Let's start with that. So we finally got some production uh, produ- visual visuals, some character visuals from the production, and we got some production staff details. So apparently, I mean, one, the designs look really good. I, I'm confident with the way the designs are looking at the current moment. They look nice. They mm-hmm. look like the characters from the comic book. Just a little bit cleaned up, which is cool. I'm happy. The staff includes the director of Elfin Lead. What? Isn't that what you wanted? Isn't that... What? No, it's just bizarre. Like, who who in the world would be like, Oh, hey, you know how Elfin Lead is my favorite anime ever? Well, guess what? He's doing your other favorite manga adaption ever as well. It's like, what? That's kind of crazy. It's, it's as if they were like, what would Andrew Fleming like if we did this Promise Neverland? Well, I am the one that who's been talking about it the most, after all. I mean, it's, I, I don't, I've never heard anybody else talk about Promise Neverland, even though it's a Shonen Jump manga. It should be way more popular than it actually is, right? So it's, it's pretty nuts. I, I, I'm, I'm super happy with, with this. But, but, however, it is an A1 Pictures production, but it's not just an A1 Pictures production. It's like the subs, subcategory of A1 Productions. It's like, uh, I forget what the company Cloverworks. Is. Cloverworks, yeah. So it's like. Yeah, they're the ones that are doing um, the Persona 5 anime right now, which is pretty good. Oh, is it pretty good? Oh, yeah. I, I actually really enjoy it. Promise Neverland is shaping up to be something cool. When is it? When did they say it's going to come out? Like, winter? January. Fall? Oh, so January. Fall. Okay, yeah. So, so winter. So winter. Um, that'll be a good start to the year. That's for sure. And I have an idea of where the manga is going to end. So, volume four just came out of the manga, like literally last this come this week that we're recording this on right now. I, I've read volume four. It's still awesome. I love it. I think the first season will end halfway through volume four. Even Unless, of course, this is a two-core show. I mean, that's always a possibility. And they could still potentially fit all the way up there in 26 episodes. I'm just, I'm just mm. saying. So, like, they could they could do, they could could do actually pull that off by doing 26 episodes, and then it ends halfway through Volume 4. Or they do 26 episodes, and it goes all the way to Volume 5, which is what's going to be out by the time the show actually gets released. Mm. Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that this show has the potential of ending every episode at the intensity that Attack on Titan ends every episode. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Attack on Titan. We'll talk about that later. But Attack on Titan, uh, I haven't three, started watching it yet. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to air on Toonami because yeah. I actually like to dub people better than the sub. Is shocking as that sounds. I uh, I don't because I don't get to hear enough of Yu Kobayashi. So <laughs> Sasha being played by Yu Kobayashi is my favorite thing ever. So, Fair enough. We can talk about that in uh, what we're watching later, though. <laughs> um, uh, what else do we want to spotlight? New Sanron Kagura. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both, both anime and game. Yeah, that's a su- surprise there. A new anime? Yeah, like, so like season two. I guess it might be getting more popular than we imagined. Yeah. Did well, we not only that, it's actually co-produced by Crunchyroll. 
Like they're the ones who are helping the fund to, to make it happen. Somebody's listening to us. Yeah, literally nobody. Us, yeah. Literally <laughs> nobody else is talking about Senran Kagura and just like an anime. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's so hey, we get a second Senran Kagura anime and a new Senran Kagura game for the Switch, right? Which is a pinball yes. game. Is it just for the Switch? I think. So. Yep, it's a Switch exclusive. You're telling me that I'm going to have to invest in a Switch just so I can play more Senran Kagura. Well, you're also going to have to for being able to beat the Monster Hunter monsters in Smash Brothers. My wife is going to be so disappointed in me. Um, so, so what? Uh, what I see of this, which is cool, because it's a pinball game for the new Senran Kagura, and they're all dressed as like animal girls, which is really hilarious. <laughs> She's really not going to be happy with me. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so funny. I I was watching the trailer, just like this is so Senran Kagura. It's super tongue in cheek, and just adorable and it's really really interesting i have no idea what it's gonna be like what the hell they're gonna do with it maybe it's sonic spinball i don't know but <laughs> but better yeah was there anything better than sonic spinball i don't know <laughs> i don't think there's ever been a game like sonic spinball yeah uh you know sonic 06 yeah well what about what about pinball on windows 95 yeah <laughs> there hasn't been a better pinball game since Pinball 95. Not until Senran Kagura comes out. <laughs> Not until Senran Kagura, because there's there's half-naked animal girls. I This one actually looks really tame compared to other Senran Kagura games. It ha, is there gameplay footage of there's it? There's no gameplay footage of it, but the actual... I know that they released a trailer yeah, that the has actual, animation The pieces. actual trailer doesn't have anything super suggestive in it like normal Senran Kagura does. Uh... I don't know. I'm not really... It depends on what your fetish is, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because there's that other Switch one that's coming out where you kind of, like, have to massage, um, massage. Uh, the main girl. Oh, I thought I thought you... That was a tech demo, so we don't actually know... No, that, what? no that game actually came out in Japan, and it's supposed to be coming out here this fall in America. Oh, well, I didn't... Shinobu, Shinobi Rifle. Okay. By the way, by the way, for anyone wondering what Evan's uh, massaging hand gestures look like, <laughs> it's exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> I imagine two hands up, circular motion, but, but like going one clockwise, one counterclockwise. Yeah. Actually, you're wrong about that. Uh, Think more engine pistons up and down. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, I agree. Isn't it strange how massage sounds so close to misogyny? Mm. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't care because we're anime fans. <laughs> Welcome guess. to NTR Talk. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What else do we have for news? <laughs> oh, well, you did want to talk about Crunchyroll being brought out, or yes. rather, Otter Media. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is actually something that people are really getting confused about, and it's also a legitimate concern for a lot of fans. Yeah. Okay. So people are hitting the headline that Crunchyroll was bought out by AT and T. There are some places that say that that is not true. (laughs) Otter Media, who owns the company that distributes Crunchyroll's content, was bought out by AT and T. Yeah. So. So all that means is Crunchyroll is still their own company and they're still producing all the stuff. It's just that AT&T owns Otter Media. Yeah. And it's it shouldn't actually change anything that Crunchyroll is doing because because Crun- AT&T has no idea what to do as far as collecting anime and licensing and all that stuff. They don't care. They just want to make money off of it. Crunchyroll is going to do all the funding. 
Honestly, I don't even think that AT&T is going to make any money off of Crunchyroll specifically. Hmm. They just own... Um, ads. Well... It sounds like what they're doing is controlling how it's distributed, which means that on streaming sites, they can interrupt the video as much as they want with ads. Well, they already do that if you don't have a subscription. Yeah, but this is just another opportunity for them to get a check. Yeah. If they but That is true. Well, and and that's just... I think that's just it, is... I'm... I'm thinking that premium subscriptions will still be ad-free, unlike Hulu, where Hulu is just all about the ads, no matter whether you're a paid subscriber or not. Not if you watched uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, it's all ad-free. Oh, that's kind of cool to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the Disney stuff is ad-free. Awesome. I actually did not know that. And, uh, however, uh, I, I'm just guessing that the ads when for non-subscribers will probably be more at and Directed, and AT and T will get a cut of all the percentages of things like premium subscriptions, and and you know if net neutrality goes off the rails, me and you are AT and T subscribers, so we don't have to. <laughs> there you go. So we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm AT and T for my phone, yeah. so I'm good. Yeah, so so we can still watch Crunchyroll all we want. I'll be sent back to the 20th century. <laughs> You'll be hand cranking your laptop so that you can say your 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 modem. You'll have so to you draw can... your own anime panties. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think this is what they look like. <laughs> Upside down triangles. <laughs> Speaking of anime panties, let's talk about G Kids. Oh yeah, what? Yes. <laughs> Unrelated. Um they're okay, so G Kids is they they got Mirai of the Future right yeah uh, yeah that's so exciting uh, I'm so excited yeah. uh, Mamoru Hosoda's new film yes that we're all super psyched about because Mamoru mm-hmm. Hosoda is the champ and um but there's something that I also wanted to highlight as well that I didn't realize Evan was already ahead of this uh, ahead of the curve on this one but I didn't yes. realize that G Kids isn't for kids specifically yeah yeah. Like, uh, they, they're they releasing, uh, for the 25th or 20th anniversary of Perfect... 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary of Perfect Blue. They're <laughs> releasing Perfect Blue back by, into theaters for... By G-Kids. By G-Kids. <laughs> I, I don't understand why Kids is in your title if you don't want kids to go see these films. Yeah, So I, we can fuck with the parents. <laughs> I really, really hope that an underage group of kids do not go see Perfect Blue. Yeah. Oh, it's a cartoon. No, I really hope they do. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's for children. <laughs> oh, man. That is going to be so bad. So bad. Yeah. Uh, Perfect uh, Blue is amazing. Though. It's a great it, film. It's, a, it's an amazing ev- film. And everybody should see it, but it's everybody who can see rated R films because yes. it's very rated R. Um, yeah, G Kids releasing. Are they going to do something like just G? Like they should. You know how. Um, they call it G. Well, because. So a lot of companies will have a normal distribution center and then they'll have like a distribution center for mature audiences mm-hmm. like uh seven c's seven c's entertainment is a great en- example seven yeah c's they have ghost ship yeah they have seven c's entertainment is just normally seven c's but then they have ghost ship so uh, everything like yuna and the haunted hot springs manga is released under ghost ship hmm. so the the icon is a little bit different than seven c's it has like a tattered ship in it it's just this ghost ship it's pretty neat yeah. so they'll be so they should make a sub uh 
a sub release company called G Humans, just so that we're all <laughs> inclusive. G, G older people, yeah. G old folks, but that no, that's not. That'd be like that'd be like older movies because it wouldn't be yeah. G, it wouldn't be G adult because that would be it should just be called G. That'd be so OGs. OGs. Nice. It has like because that has like a double uh, meaning too. It's just like OGs, oh, or it's just like OG, like original gangster. Yeah. <laughs> I like because it. not only are they uh, releasing Perfect Blue, but in October they're releasing Matafakas. Yes, they are. Oh, is, is that actually a, a thing that was officially announced? Because yep, yeah, they're going to be doing that in October. Because and then I thought that that was just something they were like calling it. And no, no, here's the thing. I, I was calling it that they were going to be releasing a silent voice because of the way that Lucy from G Kids um, um, sent an email to me about it. But it was just announced that Eleven Arts, who distributed uh, silent voice in theaters, just signed a deal with Right Stuff to oh. distribute through them. So odds are Right Stuff is going to be the ones to distribute. A silent voice when that comes out on Blu-ray, and it's going to be a thousand dollars. No, right yeah. stuff is actually pretty good. They it's, are they are pretty good, but I think Amazon can still beat their prices. They could, yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Except for the box sets, box sets I still go for right stuff because and manga. Uh, Squid Girl box set I bought for like a hundred and twenty dollars on right stuff. It was still two hundred over on Amazon. Both of those are very high prices for anime, though. Yeah, but uh, and then but right stuff also has the benefit of doing Christmas sales where thing is things are dirt cheap, where it's like Steam sale, and you you can buy you can actually buy Aniplex products for normally priced prices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's their sale. Their sale price is a normally priced thing. That's how I got Ori Emo on DVD. Oh, uh, game gaming news. We have a uh, Doom so, Eternal, Doom Eternal, and Super Smash Bros. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Doom Eternal is kind of out of our realm. I it's, mean, like it's cool. It is cool. I, I I can't wait to watch the gameplay because I haven't yet, and I'm like super excited. Because QuakeCon just happened. It looks so good. It looks so good. And the other thing that happened at QuakeCon, Super Smash Brothers announcement. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, but it, but it might as well have. And they announced five characters, and all of them are not Waluigi. <laughs> It's so dumb. Well, Waluigi is a, is an assist trophy. It <laughs> is so dumb. Who did? He they comes announce? out with this tennis racket. Derek. Who, <laughs> Derek. Who did they announce? I don't. I don't even know. I'm not even. Uh, Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Yes, uh, another Belmont. Um, Richard. Shoot, I just lost the yeah. list. Richard, I think. Yeah, yes, Richard. Richard. Uh, Crom. I'm not uh, sure. Crom's from like, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Okay. I am still looking for the list. I'm just trying to remember them off the top of my head while I'm still looking. Uh, King K. Rule from Donkey Kong is that's in there. Right. <laughs> it, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, it is K. Rule, not Cruel. Okay. He's K. Rule! Just like that Wily Coyote is actually Wile E. Coyote. He's not a Wily Coyote. <laughs> that's right. And Shovel Knight's going to be an assist trophy. Which I hope means other, like, indie games will get some love there, too. Yeah, yeah, like Metal Gear Solid. All right, so in this original (laughs) list, I see what's going on. So Richard Belmont is an echo fighter to Simon Belmont. Uh, Yes. Krom is a echo fighter to 
the Martin. other the other ones. Yeah. And, Marth. Yeah, and then uh, Dark Samus is another one that was released for Samus. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they, so Metroid Other M Samus. I'm dark and brooding. So that means that we're at what sixty six playable characters now for this one. Mm-hmm. No, was it that many? I have no, no idea. No, were, were there 64 characters, so that would mean there's 70 characters now. I'm so far detached from Super Smash Brothers, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Although, the best part of that was definitely the uh, video they released about it, which just kind of showed like little introductory things, you know, people in their own worlds, but Luigi going into the mansion, and then literally getting scared to death. And in the official Nintendo video, you see Luigi's cold, dead, lifeless body <laughs> without pupils in his eyes, just lying there in the darkness. <laughs> so, rest in peace, Luigi. It was nice knowing you. That's so sad. Luigi's one of my faves. Maybe Waluigi will take his place. Quizzo, he's in the works. Next trailer is just him desecrating his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Might as well. They showed a dead body. <laughs> no more tennis for me. <laughs> and somewhere, Logan Paul is filming him. Oh Jesus! <sighs> that was a dated joke. That was not even was like so, people still so, reference it, but it's so still re- relevant. It's no, it's still relevant because Logan Paul is still a horrible human being. <laughs> If he changes, it will not be relevant. <laughs> that's terrible. All right, hey, what else do we got? <laughs> I think that's it. Is it? So what do we move on from here? I forget. Is it what we're watching? I think we're going to talk about what we're watching. Okay. It's so been a while. Things. It's been a while since we've talked about what we're watching. So many things. I've dropped so many shows. I have not. And I have not either. How many are you watching? Oh, man. If One, I two, get three, four, talent, five, six, you. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. I'm actually legitimately going to get my tablet and look. I'm watching 17. 17 oh, shows. I don't even know how you keep up with that many. I'm trying to add Attack on Titan to my to my queue, and I haven't even caught up on all the shows that... I, I'm, like, down to five right now. Okay, so for me, here's all the stuff that I have in my VRV list. That I've uh, that I put on my watch list that I watch regularly. I don't know. Should I count Boruto? Boruto's in there. Boruto, uh, How Not to Summon a Demon King, Island, Honeybato, Masters of Ragnarok, Harakana Receive, Angels of Death, Chio School Road, Asobi Asobasai, uh, Attack on Titan, Cells at Work, Yuna in the Hot Springs, uh, My Hero Academia. And Cannibal Holocaust, which is not which is not a is Cannibal Holocaust on VRV now. Yes, it is. I'm so watching it. <laughs> I'm to so see putting it. it on my queue, and will forever be afraid to push the play button. <laughs> I've wanted to see that movie oh, for no, no. so long. Well, so VRV, we're just gonna talk about VRV for a second now. <laughs> VRV has so many schlock films that, like those Italian schlock films. It's so great. They're either very violent or very nudity-filled. Yeah, uh, well, no, there's not a lot of the ones with nudity. A lot of them are... Oh, no, there is. There is. Go on to Mubi. You will find a lot of the titties there. Oh, on Mubi. Uh, No, these are all the ones on Shudder. Like, so there's... Okay. I I watch Shudder, and Shudder has a lot of the uh, exploitation um, horror films that were... Some were made by Italians, and some were made for uh, Splatterfilm. Yo, Shudder also has Channel Zero right now. 
the um, the creepy pasta show that Sci Fi produced. Yeah. Uh, season one is Candle Cove, which is yes! my, which is my favorite creepy pasta of all time. Yeah, I'm just saying that VRV has really great movies, and I've watched a lot of really schlocky films. Like I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre the other day because I had never seen it. Yeah. The original, and I and I watched it, and I didn't realize that it was a lot of running like. Basically, everybody gets killed off right right away, mm-hmm. and then the next hour of the movie is literally just a girl running through and screaming. Like, she screams <laughs> so much and for so long throughout the entire movie. I just had... It's unbelievable. It was pretty good, though, as far as, yeah. like, an old 70s horror movie. Mm. It's, a cla- it's a classic. They added a lot of uh, cannibal movies. They have uh, Cannibal Ferox. Yeah, I started watching it. It was horrible. I, I, I couldn't finish it. Really? Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I've been watching schlock films along with anime. The other one I watched the other day was an Italian film called uh, Contamination, and it was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I mean, I keep telling you because there are some G-Kiss films that are on VRV. Watch Bird Boy, The Forgotten Children. Oh, that's it right. Is. Yes, I, I need, yep. to, I need you, to watch that one. You told us it is Bird fun. Boy. I, I actually watched it in the original Spanish, which is actually pretty good. But it is... You hear you hear you hear a title called Bird Boy, the Forgotten Children. You think you're in for a family movie? Oh no, no. There there's some stuff that will scar you while watching this movie. Is okay. that right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna add that to my list right now. Like it, it looks like it should be a cute world, but everyone's taking drugs and everyone's addicted to shit. It's like so weird. So, so should I watch the sub? I would watch the sub. I'm, I'm usually a fan of the sub. I, I like watching the Watch sub. it in the original Spanish. Okay. Sounds good. I will do that. Um, anyway, what we're talking about... We were talking about what, what we're watching. So I'm watching a lot of shows. Um, and... Uh, I think my favorite show that I'm still watching is... The one that I, I always go to in my list as, as soon as it comes out is actually probably Yuna. Uh, even though I'm reading, the, <laughs> even though I'm reading the manga, it's it's really charming. Uh, really, Yuna? It is a fun. It I, is a very fun show. I don't know. Well, I mean, Cells at Work. As soon as Cells at Work comes out, I watch Cells at Work. The last episode of Cells at Work that came out, not not the current one that's out right now, but the last, previous episode about the uh, cedar pollen allergy episode <laughs> five is hilarious. I I've never laughed so hard. Or, I mean, like at Cells at Work. This it was the funniest episode of Cells at Work. I was. It was a riot. I was laughing so hard because it was just the personification of how the body just freaks out when when allergies are happening. It doesn't. Nobody knows what's happening. The body is just so confused, and it's just. It was one of the funniest non-deadly viruses that gets in the body, and it was just so funny. You see, the thing about the cells at work is I'm so worried that this all takes place just in one body and not, like, multiple bodies because this is one sick individual if that is the case. Well, it also doesn't tell you how, how far in between these incidents are. It's just every episode is when something bad happens. It could be, like, years or maybe even, like, a few days or, I don't we don't know, you know? He just keeps eating things off the floor. He never <laughs> learns. <laughs> Uh, well, there is a meme going around online that is telling you how long, like, blood platelets and blood cells can live for. Mm. And I think, like, the average lifespan for a blood platelet is, like, 70 days or something like that. Aww. So this entire series <laughs> takes place in 70 days. Well, a blood platelet is, like, nine. <laughs> so. That's well, what... I mean, technically, your body functions so fast 
that we're just watching it in regular speed. So maybe it's one of those things that, like, one one episode is like, I don't know, eight years to a human being or something. Wait, did I do that right? I don't. I can't remember. No, no. Uh, one human year might be eight years for the cells. Right. Are they on? Are they on planet Namek? <laughs> yes. Oh man, more fan theories. This series <laughs> is five minutes. <laughs> Can we talk about how people have been freaking out over the blood platelet children and how kind of creepy it is at times? I, they're not I, creepy. They're adorable. No, no, no. no, the, no the, the characters are adorable. The fans freaking out over them is creepy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think it's adorable. I think they're cute. Oh, they are cute. They're totally cute. I think it's. I think it's hilarious how, that everybody in the human body thinks they're cute too. Like that's what that's what makes it so charming. Is and it's it's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the blood playlist. Oh, uh, I'm also just throwing it right out there, uh, right right now, that for this year's wikis, my nominations for best opening and best closing are going to be from Cells at Work. Is that right? Really? Actually, no. My I like the closing. No, I... no. My best, my favorite opening will be from Cells at Work. My favorite closing will be from Angels of Death. Oh my god, that theme song for Angels of Death is amazing. I'm, yeah, and I'm talking about the closing theme. Like the like that is so well composed for a horror show. I love it. I have to re-listen to it. It's kind of, it's got that very like John Carpenter synthesizer well, feel it, to it. Well, and it has uh, it has elements that play backwards and I love it when when music plays instruments backwards cuz it creates such a unique sound. Mm. It's great. I love it. Yeah. You still have to play the video game version of Angels of Death though. Yes, I it do. It's so good. It's in my Steam it's in my Steam wish list. Uh, so I'm 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 definitely looking forward to playing it cuz I like that kind of stuff. Mm. <laughs> Alrighty, well, uh, my list is a little bit shorter. Yeah, I've got My Hero Academia, Cells at Work, Cells at Work, Mister Tonegawa, Middle Management Blues. Oh my god, I gotta keep following with that one because the first episode was very slow. It took way too much to get going, but it's just all dry, sarcastic, just work humor. I'm just. I'm so happy that somebody on the cast is watching that regularly because I haven't started watching it yet. There's just I've been watching, watching it too. Yeah, it's um. PowerPoint. <laughs> they, everything is like literally. They make a PowerPoint presentation seem like it's a spirit ball coming down to attack Frieza or something like that. Uh, like the most blown out huge ordeal that can happen. I wonder if I would actually also actually appreciate the show a lot because in the same way that Dilbert was never as funny until I worked in a cubicle, I'm wondering if like working in an office space is it, this show would never be as funny unless you work in an office space. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I am technically a middle manager where I work, too, so I've got staff that I have to deal with like this. I'm like, oh my god, no, they're all idiots. This is what... Um, I can relate way too well to this sometimes. I'll have to give it another shot, then, because I dropped it after the first episode, and I, I know that people say you shouldn't, but... But I did. You were bad. I know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't blame you. 
But I will say that the first episode was my least favorite, and the only saving grace in it was, like, the last five minutes of that episode. Yeah. Um, there there are a, a handful of shows that are coming out, but aren't found on any platform. Except, oh, well, I think I think Grand Blue is on Amazon. Yeah, Grand Blue is on Amazon. Yeah, Grand Blue, which I don't think we've talked about on the show yet. I don't think so. I don't know is, what that one is. It's a scuba diving show. And I was, so I was like, I was oh, like, I did see the first episode of that. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this because it's another scuba diving show. We like a Manchu. And then I watched it, and it was nothing what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's so adult. It's a, it's incredibly adult. It's kind of like the first time that you hear about the video game Cho Eineke. What? You, you remember Cho Eineke, that game that's like a side-scrolling space shooter? But it's this like is the first time I'm hearing about it. Oh. <laughs> All right, so go, do a quick YouTube search for Cho Eineke, and and that's kind of what it's like watching Grand Blue for the first time. Well, but the the difference is is the comedy styling of it in general. The comedy, the facial expressions, the uh, the overwhelming secondhand embarrassment. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, you, they show up to college on time. Yes, but I'm naked. Well, see, and that was hilarious because he just. He was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in my boxers. Like, okay. Um, and and then he makes a friend who hates him, but but they both hate, mutually hate each other. They both find each other repulsive and disgusting. And his cousin is, uh, is like, the cute girl on the show, and she's just kind of nasty, cause, but he's also kind of nasty. Everybody's nasty. It's, it's basically the Konosuba version of, of scuba diving. And, um, and, but the thing that got me going so hard the fir- on, in the first episode was when, is it when you find out that her, the his, sister, the sister is in love with her sister? Yeah. And like, she, and yeah. she's just like, here, can you clean these? He touched me. And then, and then so she's holding the clothes and she starts like rubbing her face and sniffing them. I was just like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, this is so funny. And then the second the, 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 the- the facial expressions on the show are great too. <laughs> yeah, it's but and and that was one of the things I did not expect. I didn't expect the art style and the uh, the art direction to be what it was. Yeah, because isn't the poster like the poster image? The, it's the, very pretty looking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like like they're for, jumping into like they're a, jumping off a dock, yeah. you know, and jumping into the water, and it looks completely normal in yeah. every way, shape, and exactly. form. Exactly, that is exactly. And then you watch the anime, and the Jackass theme song starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it was just and I was watching it and I was like, man, I would hate to hang out with these people. Like I was watching it, I was like, this is the worst. And they're they're dragging these cute girls into their stupid antics. It was just like those poor women. And uh yeah, every character is just the worst person ever and everybody hates each other, but they're all still mutually hanging out with one another. And I just keep, I, 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 keep I feel watching like it. I feel like this is the summer of, like, mutually repulsive people in anime, because you get this, too, with the Sobi Asabase. Yeah. Which does oh a completely God. amazing, just 180 on its viewers, okay? It starts out with this cute, beautiful theme song that makes you think it's going to be about these cute girls, and then you just quickly find out just how shitty these people are. The, what, oh, th- there was something the other day that really got me going for... Asobia Sobasai. Uh, and it was, um... It was some foreigner joke. Like, it was a joke about foreign. Oh, no! It was definitely the butt laser one. Yes! Like, like the butt lasers was really funny. Go on. Where where it was just like, I hear that men can shoot lasers from, from their butts. And he was just like, they can't. 
can. And then he does, and then it's just like... <laughs> no, 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 no. What it is is he's trying to explain... The girl says, what, Shogi? Oh, oh yeah. That's right. Oh, I can't... Yeah, I can't tell her that I don't know something, you know. And so then I say, it's a sport where men shoot beams at her butt. Shelby! Yeah. Gladly! That's, that's what it was. And he is easily the funniest character on the show. That uh, When do they introduce this character? Because I've only seen... Episode 4. Episode, episode okay, 4. Because I think I've seen episode 3. I'm not yeah, 100% sure. It's, it was really funny. And he was a really good character. Huh. Yeah, so... And I think, I think the teacher as well is a really funny, unfortunate character. Where did she, you see the most recent one where they're trying to explain sex? Yes, yes, I did, and that was really funny too. And, and just that line, it was like, "And the solution to Japan's declining birth rate still is unfounded." Yeah, because <laughs> nobody can explain it to one another. They're too all too embarrassed to explain sex to one another. So, so they're just like, "And this is why Japan has a low birth rate because nobody can explain sex to one another." Huh. And um, but it's so funny because she's. She's one of those unfortunate type characters, the teacher is, where everybody's making jokes around her. Like, they're not directed at her, Mm -hmm. but people are just like, man, it sucks that being married is awesome. It doesn't say, and she's just, like, getting more and more and more depressed every time you see her. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) there was one joke where, I think it was Olivia or Honda. Honda's my favorite character. I love her voice actress. Honda's voice actress, I've never heard her before. She's amazing. Um... That's the one with the glasses, right? No, Honda is the one with the pigtails. Or, uh, oh, her! And she has a really high voice. Like, her, she has a high-pitched voice, and she's really good at screaming. Like, aqua levels of screaming. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, oh man, what an unfortunate lifestyle. And, and the teacher is just like, my lifestyle is unfortunate. You know, it's just stuff like that that's really funny. Um, yeah, I find it to be a charming show. I like it, mm-hmm. and it's and and the the facial expressions are disturbing. <laughs> yes, yeah. I would say you should use some of them for the uncanny valley aspect of waifu. Yeah, it's true, I actually. still think that Absolutely. I still think that there were some facial expressions in episode two that legitimately scared me. Well, when I saw them. We can replace those with the Attack on Titan one. Like, take the Attack on Titan one out and yeah. be like, this is a show where they use the uncanny valley to make jokes. Instead of being like, here's it to be scared. Granted, I think that the Attack on Titan one is still relevant because of the teeth. Yeah, no, oh yeah, that's right, that's true. So we can use both. We can use like one for comedy and one for for horror. Well, we were thinking about developing the Uncanny Valley and anime into its own panel. That's true. if we did that, then we would be able to explain the whole thing. Hey, speaking of Attack on Titan, that's a great segue, Andrew! Thanks! (laughs) Attack on Titan Season 3 started and I've been watching it and I love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's very different because they don't kill titans in this season. They're fighting humans. And, uh, and I, Spoilers! No, not, not at all. So it's now The Walking Dead. No, yeah, yeah, right? yeah exactly, actually. Um, it's, that's not spoilers at all because that was how season two ended, was there, like, somebody is fighting against us. And then all of a sudden, somebody's fighting against them. And they're just, that's what, that's what they're, they're just doing. They're I just don't, uh, maybe, I, I don't remember how season yeah, two ended. Yeah, see, season two ended a long time ago, and I was like, I'll watch the first episode of season three. I'm sure I'll remember everything. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, look at those characters who have never been introduced before. They're gonna die. And they do. And so, <laughs> and, but, and, and it's up to episode three now. I think episode four just came out. Oh, episode four is coming up tomorrow. No, today. Tonight. Episode four is coming out. Great. And, um, and I'm slowly, like, regaining my knowledge of the show and, 
you don't need to catch up other than the fact that Mikasa is still deathly in love with Eren and she is just also a really incredibly unfortunate character because Eren has no interest. But I will love you, Mikasa, because you're you're such waifu material. <laughs> Say it. Yeah. So Attack on Titan Season 3, I recommend it if you like Attack on Titan, which I do. So. Island is weird. <laughs> I don't know. If Island is weird, but it still entertains me. I actually... I, as much as I absolutely despise and hate the main character, I enjoy watching the show because I'm like, where the heck is this going? Yeah. I want to know what the Especially the most recent... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Episode where you find out the truth, the different truths, and the different storylines of this legend. Yeah, and... If it wasn't creepy to be like, oh, that's the cutest girl on the show, Sarah would totally be the cutest girl on the show. Agree or disagree? I don't know who any of these characters are. I hated the first episode. Oh, Sarah, Is Sarah, Sarah the Sarah, one with Sarah's the afro, the one with the with like the black, the big black hair. Yeah, the afro hair, girl who's like the who's the doctor slash shrine maiden. Wasn't there like a portion of the show where it showed her as an adult? Yes, and you there that gets that kind of got cleared up, but we but you don't know why. So so they cleared a piece of it up? That's my problem with the show, is that there's a whole bunch of you don't know why, and I don't care. Yeah, well, exactly. And see, that's the problem. It's based off of a visual novel. Yep. And the only people who would have bought the visual novel are the people who are just like, oh, this looks interesting. They play I the visual novel. I hope there's naked girls in it. Yeah, yes. and, then, and there's not, because it's all ages. But, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, so you watch the, or you buy the visual novel, then you watch the anime. I don't know where it's going, but I assume this anime is going to have an ending. I, I, I don't think they're going to give it a season two, which they better not, because would they make it? Probably not. It's probably not popular enough to make a season two, but I would. Well, like I feel like I feel like they're just going to finish the storyline of the video game. Exactly. Or the visual novel. But see, but I think the visual novel, does the visual novel have a, a romance path? So you get to choose which girl or do you always end up with Renee? I that, think you, um, I actually that's a good even, question. I actually don't even know if, if the, if the visual novel ends with him ending up with Renee. He, He's he's way older than them, right? Yeah, I'm like because he's like ten years older than yeah. That's what I'm so confused about. They're like seventeen years old, and he's like at least twenty five. I don't even think that they're seventeen. No, they're like thirteen. No, they're no, they're seventeen because Sarah turned seventeen in one of the episodes. That was her birthday. She's like, that's right. I have to I have to do this before my seventeenth birthday. Okay, well hold on now. 
you, we have to remember that the legal age of consent in Japan is 15. Yeah, but we're not talking about consent, we're talking about marriage. Yeah, that's it's the same thing. Well, I mean, like, consent to marry is, is 15. Okay. Yeah, and I know I understand that age differences are, are a thing. Like, because there was, one of the older characters was about to marry another character in the show. Um, kind of spoilers, I don't think anybody's watching this, so I, I don't know if anyone cares. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, we're still talking about it. Yeah, well, I, I'm just intrigued by this show in general. I'm intrigued by it because I don't know where it's going. I want to find the mystery out. It's kind of part of my anime watching schedule amongst all these other shows. So I might as well watch it. You know what I'm still intrigued by? Which I wrote for uh, the Wicked Anime Must Watch article, which I hope is going to be out by the time this episode comes I out. I know. I've been really busy. I haven't been able to write my article. Um, which is How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Yes. And that show has just been continuously fun. And that's oh, what yeah. it is. It's fun. And super that was the la- That was the last one I was following. Okay, so we're going to start talking about that now. Yeah, uh, I really liked... <clears throat> I haven't seen the latest episode, but I saw the episode where uh, it, it turned into more of like a really good adventure fantasy. Uh, where there was an, an attack... Yeah, there was an <laughs> attack on the town that they were defending... And there was a fight, and there was magic, and there was a dark-skinned elf girl. <laughs> yeah, and like it, that's and all I was invested in. It was a good episode. Like, and then and then they go and they put the fan service all at the very end of the show. So and... that's what's really interesting about the show is the amount of fan service in it, and it's really. Oh, and the recent one is just like, oh, uh, turn yeah. the volume down while we're watching. Yeah, this. exactly, and it's really, yeah. it's it's uh, luckily I watch it with headphones, but. Because I watched it on my iPad, but I just, I couldn't believe how much fan service and how far that went. There's actually a secondary cut to the show where you can actually see the full frames of him actually physically touching them. Because all the actual frames are actually censored. Hmm. So you do know that Funimation has a dub of this going too, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, they have a They're up to episode three there, and Evan, you've watched the most recent episode with the slave trade. Yes. Yeah. I can just imagine <laughs> what the dub is going to be like for that. Who's well, Funimation usually has fun with that. Yeah. yeah. He's inserting his warm energy inside me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally screaming it. Yeah, I know. It's... I'm going to go lower. I'm going to fuel my energy into you lower and yeah, lower. See, see, and that's one of the things I have a problem with when it comes to fan service and shows. Where it's just like, okay, this is giving me an excuse to touch you in this fan service area. Oh, what's that? Now I have to have some sort of magical excuse to reach to touch you lower? It's just like, guys, Japan, like, <laughs> you guys have to be more subtle with this stuff if you're going to put fan service in your show. It's just like, you can't just be like, I'm going to touch you. In naughty places. It's probably my biggest criticism of the show, which, like, I like boobs as much as the next guy, but when there's at least, like, five or six minutes dedicated to just focusing and spotlighting... It wasn't six minutes. Know, I mean, spread out in between. Oh, okay. Like, yes, Shira has breasts. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, yes. They bounce everywhere, and they look different in different kinds of clothes. Yes, they do. Yeah, <laughs> but That's it's such like a perfect description. But if they could just like make it a little more tongue in cheek and like kind of tone it down a little bit, like still there, 
Right. If it was, if it was more the kind of comedy of, oh man, Shara has like overwhelmingly large breasts and that is the joke, then that's a good joke. Does he have to touch them? I don't think so. Like that's just, and I think that's what was so good about the first episode where he was quote unquote torturing the cat girl. And he was like, how can I torture her? And he figures out that grabbing her ears is kind of torture to her, but it's not torture to him because it's like, I'm just grabbing a cat ear. Like that, that. Yeah. But then the next episode happens literally starting off with his hands acting on his own and groping two women at the same time. Oh yeah. Right. right. And that's a very clear cut difference between what funny fan services and what just dumb masturbatory masturbatory (laughs) fan services. Yes. uh, That's, but I, I think that I wrote my article on this show, and I think I, I feel like I have a good defense. For oh it. no, no! I I actually think that this is in fact still one of the better season shows this season. Yeah, no, yes. I agree. Yeah, despite uh, its shortcomings in being an anime. Like I said, that's my only criticism of it is that otherwise I've been loving this. It's really <laughs> great. Like the internal monologues have been amazing. Getting to follow Diablo in him actually coming to terms with how to act has been great. <laughs> and I, I personally relate to it too because I can be very introverted at times, and sometimes when I have to like be in public places and have to speak with other people, I have to get into the perspective of how I am on my podcast show right. to actually have a conversation. So that's what this guy is doing as Diablo. Yeah. Um, on a similar front, I want to talk about Masters of Ragnarok. Okay, and how crap it is! I and, have not even watched it. Yeah, I don't think anybody has. Uh, I'm I'm wa- I'm only watching it because I want to talk about a show that is just despicable. Despicable, because <laughs> so because it's just another isekai of like oh, but except he has a smartphone because he looks up battle strategies and wins wars, and it's like oh jeez, and every girl wants to bang him, of course. <laughs> and wars that have already happened, by the way. Yeah. Too. Yes, in another world with my smartphone. And, yeah, and. It's just like he he has this harem of girls. This is the one thing I find interesting about the show. He has a harem of girls. They all want to marry him and they all want of course, you know, cuz this is kind of like the thing like, oh, I'm I'm writing a light novel and every girl has to be the main character has to be desirable because that's what guys want. It's twilight for guys. Um and uh but the interesting thing about this character is he's just like, I'm not going to bang any of these women because back in my other world, there's a girl that I love, you know, and, and he talks to the, talks to her on the phone every night, which is impossible because you're not in the same time period or there's no cell service. Um, but, he ta- but he talks to her anyway. He's like, I think he's in like the, the globe room, which is what sent him to that world to begin with. So maybe like there's magic globe, magic in the globe that sent him to the world. If they don't explain it, then it doesn't work. I know, and, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it's hilarious. And, uh, and the last episode I watched was boring. It was, it was okay, but it was boring because there was no fan service in it. Like the only thing that makes a dumb show like this worth watching is when there's fan service in it because that's the only thing it has going for it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, well, the show sucks, but you get to see a naked chick every once in a while. So the Two Love Root defense. Kind of, yeah. Well, I, I've never seen Two Love Root, but... It, Don't. It's, it's more, boring. It's more any isekai ever. Like, it was the same thing with... Uh, Death March. Death March. Yeah, that that last one. I, I love that you can't remember yeah. that. Show because it was said. stupid. It was horrible. Um, 
Um, and which that show had a lack of really obvious fan service, minus that other chick who you have no idea who she is or why she's related to the universe, but she's not from that universe <coughs> as well. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's just so, it's so confusing. Yeah, I don't know. So Masters, Masters of Ragnarok is just a master, masturbatory isekai. It's Twilight for guys. And, uh, and last episode, there was no fan service. None of the girls tried to bang him. So it was just like, well... Well, this is what a wor- what a worthless show this is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, well, that's a really good experiment in to, in figuring out whether or not a show is worth your time. It's like, okay, so if you take out all the sexual elements, is it still good? And no. I, I think the answer is yes for um for Demon Lord. Personally, yes. Yes. I think the answer is yes for Demon Lord because we had one of those episodes and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then w- uh, you have a show like this where you say it yeah. didn't work, so it's really bad, you yeah. know? Well, and, uh, you know, of course every every isekai has a best girl, you know, because if you have a harem show, then of course you have a best girl in the show. There's a best girl in the show and and it's really weird and it's really frustrating because every girl loves him but because he's in love with that other girl and they, they talk to each other all the time. Uh, he, it's just basically he has a harm of of girls that and none of them have a chance in the in the slightest. So it's just like so why are they even in the show if they're just there yeah. to be his harm that he has no interest in because there's this other girl he's talking that he's talking to. It makes no sense. That's not how you do a harm. Yeah, in, in a harm for- is supposed to leave the fantasy that any girl could yeah, end up has, with this guy. Yeah, any girl has a chance, but this is like none of them have a chance. Mm-hmm. It's not stopping them from trying to like sneak into his bedroom naked at night, but it's just which they do. Well, one of them did it once, and the other ones are actually kind of keeping their clothes on and just being friends with him. And I was just like, I don't understand how this <laughs> that how this harm is working right now. It's not a harm anime, even though it's a harm anime. I don't, I don't know, but it's it, not working apparently. But I'm gonna keep watching it and telling you, updating you guys on how horrible it is. Great, wonderful. Kind of because really someone has to be a hero in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys um Are you guys still watching Harakana Receive? I plan on it. Yes, I'm actually. I like Harakana Receive, and I've been reading the manga version, which you can read my review of the first volume oh, very shortly on the Boss of Ash Brigade page. That's actually a really good idea. Manga version of Harakana Receive. I love girls in swimsuits. Yep. I that, just, it's so good. That's and, all it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, because the show, the show's on its own standing is mediocre. I like, I actually, I'm a fan of volleyball. I, I think volleyball is really fun and I think it's really fun to play. But I think what's even more fun than playing volleyball is watching girls in bikinis play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is like a Senran Kagura kind of situation. Yeah. Not really, but the show's more adorable than fan service. Yeah, no, yeah, there's 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 a lack of fan service, and there's a there's actually a really good amount of cuteness in it, which is which is really good. Well, that's what we talked about in the last episode with the girls playing volleyball on the beach. Therefore, it's not hypersexualization, which is what most fan service is. I mean, granted, there were the scenes where it's yeah. like you need a bikini that makes your butt tighter, or you need to make it so that your boobs don't bounce around, you know. And then they have a which high- is true when you're or the, or your whole thing pops out, as they said in one episode, right? And there's there's a hyper focus on that at one point, but overall, the show takes place on a beach. You're wearing a bathing suit on a beach, and you're playing a sport that's meant to be played on the beach. See, for me personally, one of the things that I love about the show is how realistic the anatomy is. And 
it's it's interesting because they're playing in swimsuits and they're playing a really intricate game where there's a lot of movement and a lot of action. The anatomy has to be perfect or else it's going to look like crap. And the the sh- the style of the show, the animation and the actual anatomically built characters are awesome because the show looks so beautiful. I've never seen such detail put into a character in an anime. Mm. Usually it's like flatly drawn, but it still looks like a human body part, so it looks good. This is like, well, we have to pay they attention to They've got really nice it. shading and shadowing. Shading and shadowing, but also shape. Everything mm-hmm. is shaped yeah. correctly. And it's it's beautiful. Except it, for their heads. Their heads are very strangely shaped Well, it's times. funny because they have like really realistic bodies, but then they have like the cutesy heads. The yeah, cute, they're the like very circular. Yeah, the cutesy faces that are anime, but, but everything but everything like, else yeah. is very realistic. Um, and I'm super thrilled about that, especially because a lot of the girls are really, 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 really good looking. So, the, I think that's really everything that we can possibly talk about this season. We didn't talk about Chio, uh, Chio School, School Road. Or, uh, or Angels of Death again, but we did talk about those two already. We um, didn't touch on Hadabado, though, which I cannot take serious anymore. I'm, I'm still enjoying it, but it's it's one of the last ones I watch in my queue. Like, when I run out of things to watch, I watch Hanabado, uh, Hanabado. I feel like it's really supposed to be a satire, and, like, the rest of the world doesn't realize that. I hope Because so. it's a super serious drama, but it's fucking badminton. Yeah, I know. Exa- well, exactly. It's like... Grimdark Badman. Okay. You know? <laughs> um, uh, I, and that's really all you can do to explain it is Grimdark Badman. Okay. And the, I'm, I'm Badman. Well, and, the, and the, last, the last episode ended really interestingly because there was a huge kind of development and you're just like, oh, I wonder where this is going. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to see the next episode, but I'm probably still going to wait till the end. Oh, one thing that we didn't talk about was uh, Joshin Chan, uh, Dropkick on My Devil. Yeah, I haven't been watching it. I've only seen the, the episodes that, that I you provided. You. Yeah, So I'm still enjoying it, but I, it's not the anime I hoped it was going to be, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, it's fun to watch, and it is a very fun watch, but eh, it's like, it's funny, but it's not hilarious, you know? And so... It's kind of watered down compared to a lot of the other comedies that are airing this summer. Yeah. One of the things I really like about the show is that the the character Minos, who's like the minotaur monster in the house, which I already talked about, is voiced by a, a voice actress who I don't hear very often, but she has one of my favorite voices in the anime industry. Uh, and, and so I don't get to hear her very often, so it's very unique seeing her uh, or hearing her play a role because I really enjoy her in the show but otherwise the show is good and i like it and i and i watch it so <laughs> i don't know um oh i know what i can talk about f- probably to finish this off is the um the uh show me your panties and, and, I'll, and I'll give you a disgusted face yeah 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 show me your panties with a disgusted face yeah it's art <laughs> it is just the purest form of art ever made it is so bad like, why does this exist? It's a very specific fetish. <laughs> I know. It's so specific. <laughs> and there's three episodes out right now. 
I think I only shared the first two episodes, with, or the first episode with you guys. I've only seen the made one. Yes, yeah, the first one is so the made the episode. Made, the made one was the first one. The second one is a pop idol. The third one is a nun. And... <laughs> And I, I haven't watched that one yet, and I can't believe I even watched the second one. <laughs> but I was just like, what is this? I'm trying to figure it out. Especially because the first episode with the um, with the maid was just like, it starts off with, you disgust me, I'm going to show you my panties anyway. And then, um, and then it does like this whole flashback sequence about how it led up to that moment. And then it's just like, and then you see her panties, and she looks disgusted art <laughs> i don't know it's so funny it is it i watch it it's just this is so stupid it's like what you see in the modern art section of the museum of fine arts yeah oh man it was you sad. know what you know what this needs context why, <laughs> why are you disgusted and looking at my panties yeah. right now flashback well see, well see it's really funny because because the conversation always it's it's one of those POV animes where like you the viewer are the person talking in there so they just say so it's like that one room thing you keep talking yeah, about yeah exactly it's it's exactly like one room except there's no lolis um uh, it's like might... an adult version of Blue's Clues <laughs> <laughs> it, it truly 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 is what are you looking for today I've, audience I have found panties the... yeah. I found the clues you're disgusting what was that panties <laughs> so um very good so we just figured out blues clues we just figured out blues clues found out so we, we just figured out blues clues and you're I right. hope I see some tits <laughs> yeah, we figured out something blue that's for sure <laughs> um anyway so so the show is hilarious to watch because it's very much like you have a normal conversation they're just like every single person who who is the victim of this is so they're friends with this person who they're like talk who they're talking to mm-hmm. they they have a friendly relationship with them and they're just like I'll give you anything you want and then and then and then it pauses for a second what? Don't joke. But I won't yeah. do that. Yeah, it's like, don't, don't joke. You're so funny. Oh, you're not joking? And then, like, it just goes off the rails from there. It's just like, well, I guess I'll show you my panties. And I, I just, How did you know that's what I was asking? They're like, such great writers. <laughs> I just... It's so unbelievable, folks. This is even... Even to our female audience who are probably not listening anymore, you have to check this out because I would. To- if this was a guy version of the show where it was just like a man shamefully watching, no, no, that would make sense because if a guy was showing like a jockstrap to a girl, he would genuinely have a disgusted look on his face. Like, why do you want to be looking at these? Bye. <laughs> here, here they are. <laughs> You know what? No, I can actually... It, it makes sense now from the other end now. Now that I think about it like that, yeah. yes. Alright, we have to do a Wicked Anime parody of this very thing. Oh yeah? Who's volunteering? I will totally volunteer to draw this. <laughs> oh, to draw it? Yeah. Like... I thought you were going to say, who's going to film this? Oh, no, no, no. It has to be animated. It has to be a parody, an animated parody of it. And if we do just an, an illustration of, of this moment in time and we actually make history... Through this historical anime of, 
I will show you my panties with a disgusted face on the look on my face. It's it's just brilliant. And I know we've talked about this before, but that would make it funny because like we've talked about this on a uh, way earlier episode. I forget which one, but like the way that the female anatomy in in media and Hollywood has been produced, it's always sexual whenever it has to do with the female body, yep. but it's always 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 100% comedy when whenever it it's a Yeah, we were talking about this when that game Dick Joust or Genital Jousting came out. Well, and but you also have to think it's because well, I mean it's because, you know, men and di- men and women have different brains and they think differently. And 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 half of the way is like a, a man showing his underwear is just like her 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 okay, like he thinks that's funny. Right, like watching Seth Rogen run around in his underwear. Well, or, kind of, or, or, um, or Will Ferrell, Will always, Ferrell. Trying to, always trying to be naked and no matter what he's in. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, like, Will Ferrell's in his underwear because Will Ferrell wants to be in his underwear, not because the directors are like, we think you should be in an underwear, in your, doing an underwear scene. You know? So, yeah, it's it's men, men don't care about showing their underwear I think because the, they think it's and, and like, even, even in, like, movies when, like, Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds takes off their shirts. They're still in a comedic situation. Kinda, Even the, like like remember in Crazy Stupid Love when like Ryan Gosling takes off his shirt and Emma Stone's like it's like you're photoshopped, which is not a funny joke, but it's supposed yeah. to be funny, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, and yet Ryan Ryan Gosling is beautiful. I know that twi- his, that his Twilight that Twilight movie where they take off their shirt was hilarious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I so so uh, that's our analysis of the best the best show anime of the year. I'm gonna show you my panties. I don't even know how to properly say the title. Show me your panties with a disgusted look on your face. Yeah, I've said it different every single time. <laughs> they don't even use proper manners. They don't even say please. I, well, we don't know because because the the male voice actor is silent, so he might say please. Please. It's up to you to say please. It's very. What, what would be funny is if we shot like a video where we're supposed to be the guy who's <laughs> trying to tell the girl to show him her so panties. True. Well, see, I've always. And then wanted... you're supposed to play it back and forth between the two. See, I've I've always wanted to do that with one room, except because um, you're. It's a one room is supposed to be a first person uh, thing too, where the viewer is. You're looking through the the viewer's eyes. Uh, but the camera angles are so awkward that yeah. I've always wanted to film it from the outside so that we film camera angles of where the person is looking from because it would be ridiculous. Yeah. It would be so absurd. And we could do that for the panties one too. Anime, <laughs> we love you. You're the you're the greatest. You give us so much material to work with. <laughs> you keep our show alive. For I just all the love. Wrong I just love talking about really amazing shows, and then also just sifting through the crap. It's like it's basically like we took a um, one of the we were like mining for gold, and we took one of those shakers, and it's just like oh look, there's gold in the shakers, and then we like pick up the dirt and take that home as well. <laughs> yeah, that fell through. Like, but the, this dirt might have extra gold in it. Yeah. Well, it's just like that that moment, like when yesterday when I was coming home from Florida and TSA stopped me for the ramen in my bag. I was like, I am so pissed off, but I cannot wait to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. That's a perfect <laughs> example of what getting good content for a podcast is. I was so mad, but I was like, I cannot wait to tell 
everybody who listens to Wicked Anime, that I had rare ramen and it was taken away from me by TSA and put into a bucket. Yeah, put into a hazardous materials. They <laughs> a didn't hazardous even, waste bucket. They didn't even get their drink on themselves. I like, know. can you imagine if they just like, all right, let's go get it out of the bucket? Uh, I like, should have, I should have chugged them right there. That would have been a great story. Is it was like. Well, no, okay. Then you want to pop these with me? Yeah. Bam! And like, could you imagine if I popped a ramen bottle in TSA? Right. I would have been shot. Yeah. <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> threat, threat, bang! Uh, <laughs> All right, so we have a couple. Of, we have we have two things that we can talk about real quick. But Evan and Derek, you have. Uh, the night is young walk on girl and then uh evan me and andrew have uh my solo solo exchange diary yeah. all right so don't spoil that's... walk on girl with me because i still want to watch it all right i will well that's what's so hard about the night is young walk on girl because there's so many good things in this movie that even saying one thing about it spoils something in my honest opinion yeah yeah the whole movie flows into each other it's entirely one story there's so many different things that happen throughout it, but the whole story just keeps evolving with each new event that they reach and each new yeah, place and each new person that they meet. It starts they, with a bar crawl and then it turns into a search for a book and then it becomes a search. I was trying to be generic about it, trying to be spoiler free. Oh, right. <laughs> well, that's not really a spoiler. Yeah. Say. Well, it might be. We don't know. Well, we don't know. <laughs> but I, I don't feel like it's been spoiled for me. Well, uh, I'll stop there because I was about to say something else, but I'd be like, yeah, that's going into spoiled territory. <laughs> cool. uh, but the style, I thought first, once it first started, I immediately started thinking of uh, The Little Prince. Wonderful book slash movie. Second most uh, distributed book worldwide besides the Bible, I think. Still. Yep. Yes, you are correct about that. Huh. But it, ha- it has a very simple but really warm and vibrant style. Uh do a really great job with characters' expressions, being able to actually show, you know, the feeling behind everything going on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, where it's just kind of this whole journey where they kind of go from stop to stop, meet new people. I eventually just kept, kept having to check the time of like, how long have I actually been watching this? There's been so much actually going on. <laughs> And I believe they don't even give you names for the main characters. Nope, it's just a... Senior and the girl with black hair. Yep. That's <laughs> awesome. Now, is it a silent film? No, no, it's no. a Masaki Yuasa. And everyone else is named, too. I had to, like, go back and, like, wait, th- what was her name again? They didn't say it? Really? Yeah. And then it's just Senpai. And then... <laughs> hmm. That's pretty cool. I like it. And, and what's neat about it is it's like it, it's a really hilarious film, but it's so philosophical at the same time too. When it's like dealing with like just taking each moment of life, don't take it for granted. They, it sees the day, the carpe diem, because that's how it all starts. She like leaves this wedding that she was uh, invited to and be like, "I'm going to go over here. I'm going to experience life tonight," and she does. Huh. Actually, it is kind of like The Little Prince. <laughs> Going from planet to planet, meeting different people, just finding out what life is all about for all these different groups and people. Holy crap. I never, I didn't even think of that. It's but... like if The Little Prince did a bar crawl. That's, that's the <laughs> <laughs> You're too young, Little Prince. Go away. <laughs> Let me see your ID. <laughs> 
But in all honesty, you make the little Prince analogy, but yeah, I do kind of get that vibe. But at the same time, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie where, like, after watching it, like, doing my review, I was like, there's really nothing I can think of I can compare this to. Like, there's no other film out there that I, that I watched this movie and never once did a thought, oh, this kind of reminds me of this film, or this kind of reminds me of that story, or this kind of reminds me of this. That's good like, to know. it's one of those films where it's like, it's brimming with originality. That is really good to know. Because, and knowing you, Evan, you, I, you've seen a lot of movies, so I would have yeah. no doubt that you would point something out immediately. People are going to, like, imitate this film. Like, that's how good this movie is. Oh, one can hope. Well, yeah, well, I guess we're definitely going to have to watch it now. <sighs> the other thing that we read yep. with, yeah. for our Wicked Anime, little Wicked Anime book club. Which is uh, Promise Neverland Volume 4. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my solo exchange diary with loneliness. Well, no, it's just my solo exchange diary. The oh, sequel the to lesbian My Lesbian Experience, experience with Loneliness, written yeah. by Nagata Kabi. And I wrote a report about it. I personally gave it four and a half stars out of five. I found it to be really relatable and understandable because I did relate a lot to what Nagata Kabi went through, especially when she experienced like success for the first time with the publishing of the first manga and how she felt. Yeah, there was, so I was a little, I think because I didn't read my lesbian experience with loneliness, and I, I was a little, I think I was a little lost with, with that, uh, and I understand that she, it, it, she's literally animating, or not animating, but illustrating her diary. Yeah. Um, so, you're... Kind of like Harvey Picard did with American Splendor. Sure. Um, I, 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 no one understands that reference! <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... But uh, it was it, it's a very interesting story because it's literally somebody putting their most you know secret and harmful thoughts not harmful but like I guess darkest heart wrenching yeah and it's on paper and and heart wrenching is a good way to put it because I didn't feel happy reading this this book at all. I, no, you're not supposed to. Yeah, I um, I don't even know if it wasn't. I I, I didn't feel happy. Honestly, I just didn't care. Um, I, I I would probably actually have have given it about a two out of five stars if I had to rate it. I just I don't know. I, I just I just don't think it was for me. You know, like I read it and I was just like I I don't. Um, well, that's I don't, why I feel like it's it's going to vary from person to person because yeah. I feel like if you. Because for me, uh, Nagata Kabi stuff really does resonate with me because I personally went through a lot of the stuff that she went through internally. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't relate to any of it. Uh, so, so it was really, and and I think that's the the difficulty with my solo exchange diary is you have to relate to it to really enjoy it. And I had no, or not enjoy it in this case, right? Yeah, and I and I had and I I had no relation to it at all. So I didn't. I really was just like, oh, it's it's okay. I guess, and the art is mediocre. So, and I know it's like it's supposed to be like scribble art kind of a thing, and like sh- that's just her style because it's a web comic, right? I don't yeah, know. it's a web comic. It's a yeah. collection of a web comic, right? Okay, and yeah, and I um like and, Garfield. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> very sad Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I, I didn't relate to it, and uh, I, I don't know. I was just like, oh, sleeping with escorts. Okay, okay, sure. I guess if that's where floats your boat. So I, I don't know. I, I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. 
Is that what we're supposed to do for book club? Am I supposed to? Am I supposed to put bring everybody down? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that this this book altogether would just bring like if anybody read this book as well with us, they would know for a fact what we were going to be going into, and that it was going to be a very somber and low, I guess, like a very dark mood. Yeah, yeah, very low light mood. Because, man, this book is, uh, it's kind of just like, I guess it's it, its definitely therapeutic for the person who's writing it. Uh, it, it would, I would say that there's probably on a relatable level, there's somebody, it, it's therapeutic to somebody else as well. Because it's like, okay, so I am experiencing the same thing, you know, as this person. Maybe it doesn't have to do with being in a lesbian relationship. Maybe it just has to do with finding a relationship to begin with or if your parents aren't supportive yeah um or anything like that but like there's something that is just like okay so there's somebody else in the world who is also feeling the same way that i am yeah um i found it very interesting that they included in their collection thanking the readers for their support you know through throughout the first book and talking about the success of the first book and everything like that and yet they don't find it, it almost seems like they don't find any joy in the fact that their fir- first book was successful enough to write a second book which is interesting to me uh you know it's like well my first book was successful but we're not going to talk about that we're going to talk about how sad i am <laughs> yeah. it's like well can you take a second to be happy that your well, that your first book is successful well that's the thing that's brought up in the manga is like come on take the success take the success and then she like there, there's like a verse of her saying go on take it take it take it and she punches that self in the face being like no I need to get through all this stuff first before I can be happy uh, I think that's a bad attitude <laughs> yeah I, yeah but I, I I suppose they realize that mm. you know oh they, no no that's that that is like that is I guess that's the whole that that would be the whole point of airing all this stuff out there is because they realize their own bad attitude. I, I, I almost yeah. feel like the person, the author wrote my solo exchange diary after all this was said and done. Like they're happy writing this book and they can write this in retrospect of, man, I was a really miserable sack of crap. Mm. Maybe unless they're, unless they only write this comic when they're on the depressive pills, the depressive med- medication. Yeah. I don't know. Because that's what it feels like. I'm sorry. This <laughs> so read it, everybody. <laughs> Evan really likes it. <laughs> I'm not I enjoyed I it. Like it. I'm not yeah. saying that I didn't like it. I actually, there were parts of it that, because I'm a very emotional person, but I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that I would talk this stuff out. Because it, it seems like this the author of this book doesn't really talk about their feelings with people face to face. And it... it talks about she talks about that in her first relationship in this book um when she was talking about her real first relationship that she was very disconnected with um and and i feel like that things could have gone differently for her if she talked about these very things that she was talking about in her comics with the person she was in a relationship with but she doesn't right i don't don't know that's uh like, like I, I guess it's just a very different perspective on how to solve your own problems. Everybody takes their own path in solving the problems that they have. Um, and 
I guess there's no real right or wrong way to do it because, you know, if you're extroverted, obviously talking to people is easy. If you're introverted, talking to people is very difficult. Right, and as we I talked think, about when we were mentioning how not to summon a demon lord. Yeah, and so there, so there's just this, this different sort of therapeutic thing that this person is doing where they're technically doing this project in solitude talking about all their problems and putting them out into the air the only problem is that there's no you know no nobody right away saying yeah but you have this Mm. you know um they there i I suppose there are people who respond to her because the author specifically you know says in their book like you have written this to me you know, but it's far past the point where, you know, first the book needs to be written and then the book needs to be published and then people need to read the book. And then she gets some responses from fans Well, it's like, well, that problem was years ago at this point, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's different. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Would I recommend it? I, it's hard to say. I, I suppose that if you are also an introverted person you know, who might have relationship issues or uh, not supportive parents or anything like that, then yeah, maybe this will help or you some, in some sort yeah, of way. Or some social anxiety. Social and... anxiety? Yeah, social anxiety. Yeah, because yeah. cause that's, that's what I said. I didn't relate to any of it. So it was it was tough for me to read. But but I understood it. I, I understood. Yeah. I Like, that was the thing is I understood the book. I just didn't enjoy it personally. Book club. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> so is that it i suppose so yeah um should we announce what the actually we haven't even discussed what the next book is that we're going to talk about no yeah we haven't i don't even know what we should do um let's see i'm looking through the list here i think a good one what uh, one would be a nice polar opposite more adventurous i would recommend that people check out if they want to read along and give our give thoughts about it the first volume of Sorry for My Familiar. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to read that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, always I, I, I haven't read that yet, so that, that would actually be pretty fun. Yeah. Probably. Yes. Sorry for My Familiar. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll, we'll give it a shot. Okay. Sorry for My Familiar, Volume 1. Listeners, I hope you can follow along with us as we talk about it in the next episode of Wicked Anime. So, um, so we do have fan service and we have a lot of fan service backed up. We got some, we had, uh, but I, I'm not really sure. I haven't co- had time to collect it all, but there are a few that I remember. Um, I, we got an email from wicked fan Scott, uh, who had talked to us about, he had watched uh, magical girl site, the newest a- anime in the tragical girl series. This was like last season too. Uh, so he said that he had finally caught up with it and, as far as the tragical girl genre goes, it was a really good addition, and it was fun to watch. The ending was a little unnecessary, which I totally agree with, because if, for anybody who has actually watched the anime, I don't know how many people have actually watched it. It's a very, very, very bizarre ending, but it also seems like they're going to add a season two. Maybe they'll explain stuff, but I, I don't want to like, I don't want to say anything. There's like a weird, there's a there's a weird ending. Oh, but um. So on top of that email, we also, the news story of the Crunchyroll information was sent over us to by Wicked Fan Gerardo. Thank you very much, Gerardo, for sending that over to us and making us aware uh, so that we can actually discuss it as well. That was pretty fun. First off, Megadaffy uh, on Twitter had 
uh, sent a very special congratulations to me for getting married. Yes. <laughs> so I have to a wife. your wife. Oh, to yeah, my to wife. Your wife. I have my oh, wife now. <laughs> I, I almost said I have my wife now. It's it's my wife. Yeah. Um, and also can't remember if you discussed this during your wife who's not weird panel, but have you considered adding how color schemes can affect who you like? Just uh, recently realized that my wife who's also designed uh, with my two favorite colors, blue and green. Yes. So we did touch on this on the very, very slightly, and I, that's something that I want to develop into a new a new segment. Yeah, we were gonna add, we are actually adding color schemes and color coding to the Wicked Anime panel, which is gonna be awesome because I love color. Mm. And color theory is a lot of fun. And and so where we touched on it the last time, we didn't talk about it, but we do have things to talk about as far as color because yes, color is absolutely a huge player mm-hmm. in in doing that. Like I, I often find that I, I like waifus that have purple hair and I like pink hair. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, and blue hair. I like I like uh, I like those cool colors. So I like the uh, the purple and the blue. Yeah, for some reason, I, I don't know. I'll have to think about it more. It's it's not a it's not a perfect formula. It's not a perfect system because you all you often find waifus with like yeah. And you know what's weird too? Hairs. Actually, I have um, in comic books I have a thing for redheads, but I don't have a thing for redheads in real life. Right. So like uh, like when I worked at the comic book store, I was like, well, Barbara Gordon's really cool. Starfire is one of my most favorite characters. Uh, you know, like and just uh, you know things like that. I think at the time, like Yoko Littner was. One of one of my waifus. I don't know, but like, <coughs> but yeah. So redheads were like a thing for me in comics, but like I totally don't have a real life thing for redheads. It's it's weird. Mm. So yeah, color theory. I, red's my favorite color. I don't know. Does that have anything to do with it? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, not. Yeah, I don't know. My favorite color probably does have something. But good question. Good mm-hmm. question. Uh, Mega Daffy, aka Wicked Fan, other Mike. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's. I think that's all we got for fan service, or at least as far as we could dig up in such short notice uh otherwise i guess it's time to to wrap it up yeah wrap it up so if you guys want to join in our conversation about the season the continued talk of the seasons of anime you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com that's wickedanimereviews all one word at gmail.com you can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime where we post news and updates and all kinds of fun interesting information where you can comment and also message us on our message boards at the wicked anime uh, page site whatever um, uh, of course you can find us at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime if you're not listening to this podcast already on iTunes SoundCloud and anywhere else you can find podcasts such as Stitcher or you Pod said Chasers. SoundCloud we don't have SoundCloud I said SoundCloud yeah. we don't have SoundCloud just ignore that one uh, we used to have SoundCloud uh, Stitcher uh, Podchasers Audio Boom Audio Boom all those other good Google Play garbage if you Google search us I'm sure you'll find it uh, but of course, you can find us our videos at Wicked Anime or NerdyShow.com slash Wicked Anime. But you can also find our videos where you can subscribe to us at YouTube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews. And of course, you can find us on all the other social medias. Of course, we read information off of Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. And you can also find us on Tumblr. And you can find us at Wicked Anaplay at Twitch.tv. Uh, I, think, I think that's everything. I think that's everything. Evan, what do you got? So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. 
You can follow me on Twitter and the J-Pop Video Games and Anime Amino pages at KingBaby.esh and on Tumblr at B3Crew.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boss of Ash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. And there's going to be a lot of manga reviews, a lot of anime reviews coming up very shortly on the Boss of Ash Brigade page. As well as a couple things that I really cannot discuss right now until they've been uh, made official. So when that happens, I'll be more than likely talking about it on my Twitter, which you should absolutely follow. Sweet. All right. And uh, you can find me at elite for derek on Twitter and Instagram. And I, too, have something that I can't really talk about where I'm just about to uncover who shot JFK. And here's the trick. Ooh. People thought there were two shooters, right? Two. Well, a bicycle has two wheels. Famous bicyclist was Lance Armstrong. Lance was a weapon used by knights, and knights usually rode on horse. So I'm going to be rewatching watching Umamusume again. Because I... <laughs> I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. We gotta go. Yes. We gotta go. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of Wicked Anime. Uh, we will have you listen to us on the next episode. And I guess now it's time to we sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> we talked a lot about all the anime Really hairy? You actually watched a lot that aired like years ago. going to be a part of our series of uh, your anime thinks you're dumb yeah when we were concepting that out because fairy tale had does a really really good job at explaining its own world to characters who live in that world <laughs> it's just like you should already know this information because you live it, it it would be like me walking up to you derek and being like have you heard of things called banks you know <laughs> that you can put money into a bank and they'll save it for you and maybe even gain interest and you can become richer just by putting your money in these things we call banks. You're, you'd be like, yeah, no duh. Well, that's what fairy tale does because they were like, in the first episode, Lucy's just like, they have these things called guilds and guilds are where all the magicians go. And it's just like, uh, he already knows this. Everybody lives in this world. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.